Once there was a boy, and the boy loved stars very much. Every night the boy watched the stars from his windows and wished he had one of his very own. He dreamed how the star might be his friend. They would play hide and go seek, take long walks together. The boy decided he would try to catch a star. He thought getting up early in the morning would be best because the star would would be tired from being up in the sky all night. So the next day he set out at sunrise, but he could not see a star anywhere. He sat down and waited for one to appear. He waited and he waited and ate lunch waited and after dinner he waited some more. Finally just before the sun was about to go away he saw a star. The boy tried to jump up and grab it but he could not jump high enough. So very carefully he climbed to the top of the tallest tree he could find but the star was still way out of reach. He thought he might pursue the star with the life belt from his father's boat, but it was much too heavy for him to carry. He thought he could fly up in his spaceship and grab the star, but, but his spaceship had run out of petrol last Tuesday when he flew to the moon. Perhaps he could get a seagull to help him fly up into the sky and reach his star. But only the, the only but the only seagull he could find didn't want to help at all. The boy thought he would never catch a star. Just then he noticed something floating in the water. It was the prettiest star he had ever seen it, just a baby star, it must have had, it must have fallen from the sky. He tried to fish the star with his hands, but he couldn't reach it. Then he had an idea. The star might wash up on the shore. He ran back along the jetty to the beach and, and waited and waited. And sure enough, the star washed up in bright golden sand. The boy had caught a star. A star was very old. Okay, so that was just a quick one. How to catch a star and I hope you enjoyed and bye. Hello and welcome back to Midnight Stories today. Um, I'm going to read you Always and Forever, illustrated by Debbie Gliori. So let's get started with our book today. Otter and Moe, Fox and Hare, live together in a house in the woods. 
also cooked delicious meals, homemade and amended. Here kept a beautiful garden on flowers and vegetables. And Fox, he worked harder than anyone. He was always on hand with helpful suggestions and an encouraging word to the others. He was the father of the house. They were a, ha a happy family and loved each other, each other dearly. But one day Fox fell ill as the leaves started to drop from the trees Fox grew thin, pale and sad. One morning he went out alone into the woods and he didn't come back. His family found him still and cold, covered, covered in leaves beneath an old tree with sadness. They carried him home. They buried Fox by the light of the moon in his favourite place under the willow tree. The tree wept tears over him, Otter and Mole and here cried too. As she said goodbye, a wintry sadness settled on the house in the woods. Fox's family missed him so much. He felt lost without him. He was so wise, said Otter. Whenever I had a problem, Fox always gave me good advice. He was so clever too, said the mole. You could ask Fox anything and I'd also always knew the answer. He was so kind and loving, said he. He always there to give you a hug when you needed one. Remembering the things that they loved about Fox made his family miss him all the more. Even talking about him, their hearts ached. They fell into silence. And so it continued. Sun, moon, moon and sun. They were only deep sadness in the house in the woods. Snow came and went. The trees started to turn green once more. One afternoon, Squirrel came to visit. Where have you been, she asked. Your friends have missed you. They have been so too sad to go out, said Mole. They miss Fox too much, said he. So do we all, said Squirrel. But life has to go on. How can it without Fox? said Otter. He started to cry. Mole and Hare started to start crying too. Squirrel tried to comfort her friends, but they could not be comforted. They were very pleased to see Squirrel again, though, and they invited her to stay for dinner. Otter cooked a proper meal for the first time in ages. This is delicious, said Squirrel. She sat back in her chair and smiled. You don't know 
there's one thing I don't miss about Fox, and that's his cooking, he, she said. Do you remember that awful pie he made? He off nodded. He smiled too as he remembered Fox's pie. The potatoes were barely cooked and the pasta was burnt to crisps. Fox was a terrible cook, Otto said. He was a terrible handyman too, said here. Do you remember that time he tried to make a seat? Mole? Yes, said Mole. The seat had fallen apart the first time Fox had sat on it. They'd all laughed, especially Fox. And what about the time when you were sick and here and here and Fox did the weeding? said Mole. He pulled the carrots out by mistake. The old laughter and remembering these funny things. It was so long it was a long time since Otto Moan here had laughed. Before Fox had fallen ill, there had always been laughter in the house. Fox had loved to laugh. Do you know what? He said. After a while, I'm going to make a special garden for, for Fox under the willow tree. She smiled. I'll plant carrots there. And I shall build a garden bench for us to sit on. Said Mole. And I shall cook Fox's potato pie once a month, said Otter. But don't burn it, said Squirrel. I won't, said Otter. Mole here and Otter sat together often on Mole's bench in his garden, full of Otter's pie. Recalling happy, reselling happy times, as they laughed, they felt they could hear foxes laughing too, as if there was still there with them, and in their hearts, and their memories, and their laughter, fox was still there, a part of their family, father of the house, always and forever. Now, I thought I would read that book because it's just a really nice book. I used to like reading it all the time. And bye.